know. Everybody say something. Hi there. Bleh. Hello. Yes, sirree. Okay. We're back at it from our little break there. Okay. Sarth listens intently to your tale. He has a few questions, of course, like I said, about the dimensions of the place, which he ponders on rather um, for, for a rather long time before asking his next uh, question. Uh, you mentioned about some sort of pocket watch that uh, oh, yes. had a powerful chroma- cro- uh, chronomantic effect. Unfortunately, it had to be used. Did you find any other chronomancy notes or items? I think we, yeah, we actually, we did. Um, that were pertain when we found the watch in that same room, there was some chronomancy, uh, information. But that was not this facility. Correct. And that's the reason why I actually bring up the other facility is even though we left, there was the, the whole trick for us to go to that place was there was a lot of research, magical research material that was located there. And the monks were willing to share it if we cleared the place out. All they wanted as a, for letting us clear it out was to make sure that they had the copy of that same information that we were going to be gathering. Hmm. They probably want me dead now because I was supposed to be back, oh, two months ago. Yes. That might present a problem, definitely. Um, but that doesn't mean we still can't go back and get what we want. True. I'll let you work that out for now. Uh, next question. The um, You said there was some sort of undead that was aiding you for a while? Yes. And what was the name again? I only do treasure loot. <laughs> I just it was, called him a scritchy scratchy. It was blah blah blah. Uh, it, he, he called himself Yarrow. Yarrow, yes. Uh, Sarth scratches his head and says, "The name seems familiar. I don't know where I heard it." I do know he was familiar with the people from their um the Abbey area, also. Really despised him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um. I'll look into my own personal, my personal files to see what I can find. Let's see. We never, uh, uh, just a, just a FYI, we never saw him after we woke back up. No, like I said, there was a pile of bones next to Jeb's uh, corpse. Well, yeah, well, I can also see that as a little uh, trickery. Misdirection. Yes. Oh wait! Uh, can I get a? Can I get a? Like in any good movie, if he doesn't die on screen, <laughs> he's not dead. Can I get an intelligence check? Yes. That is a uh, twenty-four. Okay. Jesus! All right. <laughs> I was proud of my nineteen. It didn't mean much to you guys while you were looking around, but now that you think back on it, the largest painting in the room, uh, the, the head of the <laughs> head of this particular facility uh, was depicted as, had a little plaque on it that said, Lord Yarrow Dagron. That was in the upstairs room? Yep, topmost suite. Lord. So we mentioned that. 
Ah, ah. Of course, that explains it. Uh, says Sir. Yes. Uh, as far as I recall from the tales we I've gotten over the years, Dagron was one of Herjex's troublesome apprentices, but very effective, very interested in chronomancy. He, he may have even, even created that strange pocket watch you had. Hmm. Now, I might just be stupid. Chronomancy, what is that exactly? Time magic. Just time magic? Yeah. Okay. Like, the, a chronomancy spell that most people know is, say, haste or slow. But right, right, there right. There are much more powerful chronomancy spells and, and rituals out there. Isn't reverse time a spell? Uh, it basically does what that pocket watch did? Not, not that I know of. Uh, the, uh, the most powerful magic is time stop. Yeah. Time stop was what I was thinking of. Yeah, finding something that actually reverses time uh, outside of certain uh, like oracle domains, it's hard to find anything that lets you actually reverse time. Mm-hmm. So that skeleton, that that skeleton might have been using an alias, or he could have been the man himself. I don't know. Either way. Well, he seemed very knowledgeable um, because when we were in the upper chamber where the uh, um, angel was at, he seemed to know what levers and dials and stuff to use. He knew the other two apprentices that were involved at the upstairs. So did he say what any of all this was for? I can't remember if he did or not. Uh, he alluded to it. He alluded to something, but he never said outright. Well, no, I think and no one ever asked. So <laughs> I thought he, yeah, because I thought he said something along. He knew Herjack was doing the experiment, but he thought it was extremely dangerous, and I think he did not approve of the experiment. Hmm. I think he, I think he might have been initially involved with it, but then he, I think he got to a point where he realized just how dangerous it really was to mess with. And then was trying to back out of it. Well, follow through on that. Find out what it is. More importantly, find out if it's still going on. You don't create a contraption like you described without needing something, something else contained. Speaking of contained, the jar the goblin had, you said it had some sort of creature inside of it? Yes, something. Well, let's put it like this. Uh, after a certain incident, um, individuals separated from each other. And uh, <laughs> when, when we met back up with our uh, short goblin friend, he seemed to be talking to someone in the third person and was glowing about his new eyes, being able to see things and we were wondering if there was some special entity that was trapped in the jar. He kept saying about, yes, I'm going to help my friend out and all kind of little crazy stuff like that. We were, most of us, I think, were not intending to let him let the thing out, but unfortunately, we didn't have a choice in the matter. It's most unfortunate. Hmm. But yeah, you said was a friendly one. You said it fled? I don't know if it fled 
so much as it got what it wanted, the angel's body. I think it uh, possessed that body and is now out in the world. Um, keep an eye on that as well. Uh, from what I can tell from what you've described of the facility, it's not going to be terribly useful to house troops. It's not, while it is sizable for a wizard's conclave, it's not necessarily something that's going to be terribly good for our needs. You're going to have to find something a little bigger. Well, the only, my only thing about this was I was thinking that the ravine with all the fog in it might be a great location to put caves into the side of the cliffs and you could store stuff there. It would also hide troop movement in this area. I mean, it would allow us to have a vast storage area if we um, used certain magics to open up cave systems in this um, rock face. Yes, yes. And you say the drow are especially good guides through this mist? They have been. And uh, I'm sure they would like to continue to be of use. On my approach, they had these lights that could shine directly through the mist to communicate with each other. That may be useful. Yes. They're all so easy to ambush and fool, I found. (laughs) You're invisible and using illusions, sure. I disguised myself. (laughs) That's right. And then I color sprayed the (laughs) shit out of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) Yes. The file on you says that you're quite good with illusions. I have my moments. And a necromancy, it appears. What is this one's name? It's Handy here. That's uh, you know, that's the name the DM gave it, and we stuck with it. I never called it that. You called you, it that. Yes, you, you did, did actually. <laughs> I just listened to that episode. You straight up called it Handy. I was trying to get it to go as odd as hand job. That's not or cap on it. I'm not calling it that. <laughs> not calling it hand job. No, I'm not. You call it a handy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't believe in wasting uh, spaces, not syllables, just spaces. I don't want to get overly attached to it because in two days when I have to cast command undead on it again, if that fails, we're going to have to kill it. So, oh yeah. Um, But if we do kill it, could you not then animate it? I think he lacks the ability to create undead in that capacity yet. (laughs) I've got uh, animate undead lesser. Um, it would probably just it would just reanimate as a skeleton. We'd it would to, animate as a skeleton or a zombie. It would lose all of its other cool. It would it would at that point be. We, we'd have to negotiate the abilities on that. One. Yeah, I mean it's I, that's what I was wondering. Uh, the undead. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it just says it becomes a skeleton or a zombie. So I don't know if the. Um, it would basically just become a skeleton. Of its size, basically, for right. I think all, there's all ways to create like special skeletons and stuff, but it's almost like a crafting. It's not a crafting yeah. skill, but it's like stuff that you can embed in them, like certain gems and stuff to let them do certain things. Well, my confusion Leather was working. is that it, it just says under the animate dead lesser is that you know it's uh, this spell turns a corpse into undead skeleton or zombies. See Pathfinder B series. So I think it is just the base skeleton or zombie. Um, yeah, but it's a it's a unique kind of corpse. So I don't know. <laughs> We'd have I just to, I, I don't know if that means that animate lesser would even work on it. You know, yeah. or that that'd be your call. I I'll, uh, I'll look at it. I'll look at yeah. it. 
But and you, uh, <clears throat> you mentioned that book that would allow you to craft a golem. Did you did you mention that first off before I start putting words in y'all's mouths? Like uh, I I don't know if you guys are rattling off your treasure hall to this guy like. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't planning on rattling off the treasure hall. I suppose if Jeff's character wants to jump in and say, oh, he also found a book that lets him control extra hit die worth of undead. Um, <laughs> Sarth hasn't asked anything about the, uh, the loot inside other than like research. Uh, actually, I don't go into detail about the treasure. Okay. The only the only reason I brought it up is because I did take profession torturer. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking that perhaps I could use my skills with that to help craft the body if that was something y'all wanted to do. Yeah, we just got a manual for a uh, flesh golem. Flesh golem, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if y'all had mentioned that in the, hey, here's some of our research that we found. No, but that might be something your character and my character might discuss down the line. Okay. A campfire story or something. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. not. It's not a book that we because the the crafting of the flesh golem I think was a little bit above our pay grade at the time. I'll reinvestigate it and see where we're at with that one. Yeah. The um, the wizard finishes off your your interaction with with a um, question question you about where you intend to go next. What he well, says it's <laughs> we're not on a we're not on a tight time schedule here. We have a lot of things to wrap up back back at home. So you have plenty of time to let your tendrils seep into the area. But if you're looking if if there if you're looking for, towards a specific area on the map, perhaps I have some research already done. Well, I wonder how important it is it would be to negate the Nethys Conclave concern. Mm. Yes, that might be prove, prove troublesome. If if this group has already earned their ire, perhaps it would be best to eliminate an issue and before an, it grows. And if an entire conclave of Nethys is interested in the research in that in that mansion, then I am interested as well. That is another point. It would be- How would you like us to handle that situation? Um, they were, I don't want to say maybe keen on partnership, but they were willing to work with us initially. Now, I mean, just like I would, if someone made a deal with me and then said, you know, broke that deal, I'd probably send assassins after them too. But if they came back to me and said, well, we were involved with something else, so it took us a while to get back, and they killed the assassins on the way, I, you know, pay their assassins, I don't care. But if they were willing to go back to their initial deal, I don't, I mean, I don't know how we want to handle that. Or are we just going to slaughter them all? Because I think having a group of Nethys on our side might be good in the long term. They don't seem particularly interested in, um, how shall I say, the the normal workings of the local government, so there's Correct. 
uh, I think they were wanting a little bit more latitude with their research abilities. Yes. Yes. If you can make a deal with them, fine. If you have to chew your way through them to get to what you need, do so. Okay. So what I am understanding is you want you want that research. You want that building cleared in the same way that they wanted it. If it's what I think it is, then definitely. Well, it was supposed to be research that was definitely that that family was uh, excelled in. Yes. Monster breeding. Yep. And would that be your suggestion of how to move forward, or did you have somewhere else in mind before we make this call? Do what you want to. I was just curious for my own edification. Frankly, uh, I intend to send a secondary group into the area. Just since you're doing so well, it wouldn't hurt to have an extra finger prying at the lid. Hmm? Mm. Well, and also, would not that location also be a useful another staging ground? Yes. It's yes. surrounded it's surrounded by a good forest. It's a decent-sized area that we can actually use to fortify. I mean, it was a decent um, compound size. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, if you want some direct orders, then fine. Yes. Focus on this. It's not necessarily Lord Blackrune's preference, I'm certain, but it is definitely something that will aid us in the long run. Yes. Well, and also get someone off our backs. Yeah, that's right. Before we start on our next major incursion. Having mm. people wanting to assassinate you is just part of the deal, I'm oh, afraid. <laughs> it would not be the first group that has wished for my death. I mm. doubt it would be the last. Incidentally, the troops you commanded, the morale has greatly improved since you left, so... <laughs> well, Good. <laughs> he said sourly. <laughs> All right. Um, Sarth stands up and says, I'm going to dismiss the spell. If you have any last thing to say or request before I go. Uh, no. I will also be sending some extra um, helpers to follow through on your suggestions, Zarius. Oh, thank you. Um, um, I think we're going to spend a little bit of time here in the tower using the resources here before we head out. Good. Never go out without a plan. If we spend 21 days here, we can craft a flesh golem. <laughs> <laughs> However long you spend there is your own, never mind. Yeah. At least that's the impression you're getting from, from Sarth. As long as you're still alive and doing the job is all that he really cared about. He um he does he stands up he waves his hand and the spell fades the illusion of his his uh, study disappears back into the the glowing runes of the stone of the summoning room. Uh, again you hear ding ling 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 ding ling ling ling. Is it is it tea time yet? I've been waiting here for <sighs> I don't even remember echoing. <laughs> oh God! Should we do something with this or? to let someone else stumble upon it. I put up a wall of silence. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a flavor I, wall. I don't have that spell. I am not 
super efficient with taking care of undead, aside from you know, uh, just taking care of them, them. Yeah, yes. caring for them. <laughs> I'm more caretaking of undead more than taking care of undead. Sorry. So that is beyond my particular scope. Oh, you're going to love going to this house. <laughs> I have other means to deal with that, I believe. Right. Let's, fast, let's fast forward a bit. Brute strength. <laughs> uh, you being a fair, fairly intelligent wizard have been basically ticking off the hours in the back of your mind. Um, waiting for when you have to recast the spell. Mm-hmm. Where do you intend to attempt it? Um, I'll ask the the lady and 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 Dalcos. I'll ask everybody uh, to meet outside. I mainly want the lady there because she could hex it first to misfortunate. Um, oh, good choice. Uh, to help to help reassure my hold over it. Oh. Um. Real quick question. Did we find anything in this tower that would actually help him um, give him bonuses or anything towards doing this? Like a room or something that might help? I know we got this room with the conjuring that helps with con- uh, with uh, like communication and conjuring stuff. Are there any other locations in this um, tower that might would actually give him benefits that did towards this? Well, the, um, the lab adjoining you where you guys found the golem manual is uh, desecrated, but that's more for creating undead and making them stronger. That's really the only undead effect. That's, <laughs> that's okay. really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I also have with me a small goblin skeleton. <laughs> I forgot the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is the monster's name specifically? I forgot it. Giant crawling hand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Just yeah, so uh, they... first thing would be minus two to saves is what I would do first. All right. Oh wait. So actually, you know what? We can't do that. Why? Um, any act by you or an apparent ally that threatens the commanded undead breaks the spell. Well, then. Uh, all right. So yeah, if I had you cast stuff on it, that would be uh, that would be probably construed as an attack on it. Beneficial. Uh, and, <laughs> and it's and it's topped off from the last time you heal it, or is it still in damaged? It's still at fifty hit points out of sixty six. Okay. Do you want it healed? No. In case things go sideways. When we go to travel again, and I've got a full six days of control over it, then we'll heal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But until then, I'd rather it be. Uh, you know what? What if we? Because uh, how long? How long are we planning on being here? Uh, well, over two weeks from the sound of it. <laughs> yeah. So, what if we cage it? That's uh, that's, that's doable. The um the on the bottom floor, the what do you call them? The stables mm-hmm. can be easily converted into. Uh, cages. In fact, many of them probably were that because some of the flying mounts can get pretty violent. Yeah, I would just assume that we 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 cage it, right? Okay. Um, and then when we're ready to to journey out, I will attempt to command it. And if that fails, we can just leave it here caged, and I can try it again when we come back. 
All right. That way I can give you the... You can hex it that way because it's no longer a friend, so it wouldn't matter. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So I'll I'll spend the first little bit of time uh, converting a cage. I will, however, go ahead and and turn Jeb into a a basic skeleton to follow me around. All right. Just an assistant. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, I'll walk down this hallway to see if there's trapped skeleton. Yeah. Oh, you'll be doing your job still. <laughs> also, right? <laughs> no, no. The, unfortunately, as a side effect of the spell, the 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 jaw chatters constantly. Oh God! <laughs> I tie a rope around its head. Dislocate, <laughs> dislocate the jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that one would that would be un, an unintelligent undead that was, is just with me until it dies. Yeah. Um, as far as other stuff, I would like to go ahead and start because I, I don't. We're not going to be here for the the twenty one days, right? Um, it's it's a, uh, this is up to y'all. This is a yeah. Play I'm decision. just saying we we don't need to be, but if uh, if we wanted to to do it, we could craft a flesh golem uh, f- for basically five hundred gold because we got the the. Um, the um, manual, and I think I'm reading this right. Where the um, golem manual contains information, incantations, and magical power that helps the character craft a golem. The instructions therein grant a plus five competence bonus on skill checks made to craft the golem's body. Here's where it gets twisted because to craft one of the golem, the flesh golem, you need um, uh, it's. I was just looking at it. I'm on the right page. Craft construct, animate dead, bull strength, quest. Yes, it gives us all that stuff. It gives you the boost and caster level. Oh, uh, craft leather or heal. DC well, 13. I, I do have craft armor. Leather. Oh. Actually, I think I got craft leather. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Okay. I had, my original armor was leather. Okay. Or heal. I have heal. Mm, yeah, we got that too. Yeah. Um, I can roll it. <laughs> I could too, but it wouldn't do anything. Um, but you get a plus five to, to that roll, but you have to do it every day. And it's a thousand. It's one day per thousand gold. It's for market value. Again? 13. With the plus five, that's what I'm rolling at for heal. So you could spend 21 days and craft a golem, we'd have to spend 500 gold to craft the body, which, which is six out. bodies. Yeah. Um, if we wanted a flesh golem and we've got the downtime, we could we could do that. I would certainly make a powerful bargaining chip with the uh, the a- Abbey of Nethys there. What, to give them a flesh golem? No. Oh, no. <laughs> to we them have, have a flesh yeah. golem. Yeah. And I mean, a flesh golem is a, a fucking large construct. AC 20, uh, strength 20. It's got two slam attacks with 10 foot reach. Um, there is a 1% chance every time it <laughs> takes damage, it will turn on us <laughs> and go berserk. And they are immune to magic. <laughs> a magical attack deals that deals cold or fire damage will slow a flesh golem. And a magical attack that deals electricity damage breaks any slow effect on the golem and heals it for one point of damage for every three points of damage the attack would otherwise deal. Blah, 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 blah. Not immune to supernatural abilities, though, right? No. 
but I mean, it would be ours. So it's not like we're, we, there's a 1% chance we roll a D100 on a one. It just, it goes berserk and attacks everything close to it until it's dead. Just yeah. making sure I can hex it. Um, I believe you can. There is, however, if Terrence would allow it from the, um, uh, there's variations of flesh golems. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. The electrified flesh golem is a plus one CR, so that would take longer to craft and create. However, the one that I think fits this party nicely is the unholy flesh golem. Evil golem creators sometimes infuse their creations with negative energy. Positive channel energy harms them, and negative channel energy heals them as if they were undead, although they are unaffected by special abilities that use channel energy, such as command undead, turn undead, or the power of the sun domain. Any living creature hit by an unholy flesh golem's melee attack also takes one point of strength damage. Jesus. This is a negative energy effect. An unholy flesh golem has an evil aura. Creating an unholy flesh golem is an evil act. But we're evil, so yeah. <laughs> who cares? Um, I'll let you try it out. We'll, we'll let's we'll roll um some. I'll, I'll come up with a scheme for spellcraft. And do you have a a divine caster of an evil nature? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, actually, both mouth. of us. Then that will definitely hit. Then, yes, you can make this a sort of a group affair to finalize the golem and see if you can get it to do this variation. Now, whoever wants to, because crafting it's out of my, I'm not a crafter, uh, especially for flesh golems. So I think the lady, yes, because she doesn't have to roll for the, the, the check. Mm-hmm. Should be the one to craft it, which would have essentially put her in control of it. That's cool. <laughs> so well, it can, actually, it can take well. her watch now. Actually, that works out well because she doesn't have anything major she's controlling. And if you got the hand or you're commanding an undead, that's the, that way you're uh, you're not having to try to command two items, two uh, um, creatures. Yeah, I'm not trying to have a whole horde over here. Um, I mean, I am, but um, <laughs> I, understand. I think having, I think, and I don't want to play Mahogany's character for her, but I think the fact that she had, when she's cackling and stuff, she can't move. Having a flesh golem that is just there to keep things from hitting her is kind of a cool idea. It's <laughs> a huge lumbering bodyguard. Mm-hmm. I see that your sounds mouth. like her style. Oh, right. So, and you can also get a harness backpack so that it can carry you Master Blaster style if you want. <laughs> just a huge baby carrier. <laughs> the front-facing guy. You just yeah. <laughs> it's not a baby Bjorn. It's uh, it's like a, a harness backpack. <laughs> so do we... said no thank you. So Or just a huge uh, wicker basket that you hide in. <laughs> so we want to take the twenty at least 21 days here then is what we have. That's the minimum we need to craft this unholy flesh golem and let's make it an unholy adds a few days to it. And I can also work on crafting some poisons um, and and maybe some armor for your hand. Okay. Because I've got craft armor, craft poison, and I can work on those. Okay. Is there any reason to have just the the straight up craft skill? Uh, For things like, um, like if you're an armor or something, like you can technically within the pathfinder rules even if you're not a caster still make magic items within your crafting expertise 
Because I yeah, have, you have to have a feet to craft but, yeah. all, but I don't know what it is. Craft what? Craft all. Uh, that's just that's just your basic generic because of your intelligence. Yeah, you can you can craft stuff to use it, uh, for that. That's what I'm wondering. Is like like does it make sense to put points in other craft skills if I have craft all? Um, yeah, sometimes it does because like for me. I can craft armor and weapons, and it cuts the price of the armor and weapons in half. Yeah, basically, it comes down to, like, do you want to pay full price for a masterwork item if you want to enchant it, or do you want to make right. it yourself at a discount? Indeed. So, Jeff, you have craft armor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't. I've got craft armor, yeah, bows, weapons, leather. I think I'm going to reclaim that background skill of Terrence, if you don't mind, if I get sure. rid of my craft armor. Sure. Maybe we would have synergized. Synergized. So since I very smartly put the lady in charge of crafting a flesh golem, so my time's freed up. I'm going to learn some spells from the book. But also, you said that that room was uh, for improving undead? Well, yeah, it's for like creating undead and things like that. Yeah, if you uh, okay. sub summon Jeb's or animated Jeb's corpse in that room, it would have helped you out. Yeah, I don't think I need any help with animating it because he's a body. No, no, it gives it gives the undead more hit points and things. Oh, well then, yeah, well, I need to know. Well, so if I do, if I bring Jeb back in there, I'll do my studying in there to figure out the best way to bring him back. Yeah, basically, uh, look up the desecrate spell. Okay, cool. I'll tell you everything you really need to know. Um, so, yes, the only thing you really have to find out about now or decide on now is um, the drow are, of course, very interested. They've been staring at this this place that they've been locked out of for 80 years and and, and weren't terribly welcome in in the first place uh, before they were locked out. They are wondering if they will be able to use it for their own purposes, particularly the um, the state the down the 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 bridge level staging area where you have the stables for flying mounts and things. Actually I kind of see that as not being a bad idea. I would I would say that they should not be able to go above the second floor. All right. I think letting them have uh, maybe not free reign of the building, but access to the portions that they need would put them a little bit more in a positive light for Lord Darkroom. <laughs> well, you gotta also remember if you give too much cool stuff to evil people, right, right, they will, right, they will tend to think, "Hey, I can actually betray them," but they can't. Though that's the beauty. They're stuck. Well, no, they can't. <laughs> they can't uh, betray Lord Blackrun. Right? People. Yeah, that's who I'm referring to. <laughs> they can't well, they can betray our back Lord. All the time. Yeah, they could do that now. But if we are the ones who are like, "Hey, you can use most of this stuff, just not here and here." All right. Well, who wants to talk to the high priestess and make a diplomacy check to see how she's going to react to this news and perhaps cut a deal with her? That sounds like me. <laughs> All right. I'm, I need to step away for a moment, so I'll... Okay, then. 
Mr. Let's, Diplomacy. Let's let's do that real quick. You meet with the high priestess of this drow tribe. I'll go with him and assist him with guidance. Okay. And, and, also, and what are we convinced? We're convincing her of what now exactly? Uh, convincing her that she does not need um, access to the higher sections of the tower. Ah. Uh, I, I don't want her in the upper area specifically where all the contraption and stuff was at. That's specifically off limits. All right. So yeah, you you you, you organize a meeting with her. You go to their encampment. Uh, it looks like they uh, have started packing up from where they were initially hmm. in, the, in their strange woven uh, web woven um, cliffside dwellings. And where are they heading? She's like, we're moving closer to the tower, obviously. Hmm. It would be nice to have people such as yourselves close to the tower for our purposes. I assume a room is being prepared for myself, though? Most assuredly, we've discovered that the there's three floors to this tower. Uh, four. Four. And the nice rooms were uh, technically, on the second floor? Technically, there are five. Don't forget that the Driders lived in... The bottom. Yeah, yeah the, the bottom. So the, the, the bridge level where people can move through on carriages and flying mounts could park. And then there was the hatch that led to just the aviary part where more flying mounts could be... Um, kept. Um, wait a second. Can you bring? I, I want to say bring up the map of like the f- different floors, but I was trying to remember. I so she. We don't want to let her in the top floor. Mm-hmm. The but there was the the rooms that all the students had. Yeah, that was but the second floor. That was the third, third floor. floor. Third floor. No, necessarily want her to take over all those. We need a place to stay too while we're here. And those those would be ideal for y'all's purposes, yeah. uh, unless you guys are going to uh, argue over who gets the uh, <laughs> the master suite. Uh, master suite saved for Lord Blackroom. That that's just straight up him or whoever he want is whoever he decides to send here to oversee the area. Yeah, right. his feared general. Gotcha. I'm thinking anything from the. From the apprenticeship level up, should be kind of. I'm not necessarily off limits to her, maybe, but off limits to me. I mean, she could go if she wanted to go into the. Where was the uh, the room that we had uh, the library at? That was also uh, uh, the second floor. It was like a uh, no, no. The the major library areas was also the third floor. The small okay. reading room with the ghost, that's on the second floor. Okay. So there's kind of jack shit on the first and second floor. Um, the demon but, room. Oh, no, it's mostly workshops and on the second floor. So, but just most of them were trashed. Right. Well, they could build barracks in the first and second what's, floor. What's her name again? Uh, did I give her a name? Shit, I don't remember. Uh, Queen priestess. <laughs> so your 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 highness, um, you weren't planning on living in this workshop tower, were you? The the, the it'd be mostly noisy hustle bustle construction. Uh, there's currently a flesh golem being uh, mutilated together on one of the floors. Um, I'd be most pleased to give you a tour 
of the, the first three floors. The fourth floor, unfortunately, Lord Blackroom has claimed for himself uh, and is off limits even to us, his servants. And I'm going to roll a bluff instead of a diplomacy. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Is it 27? 27. Plus one. <laughs> 28. She seemed, she seems a little suspicious of you at first, but she she thinks for a moment says, yes, I could see how that would be the case. Uh, her name is Priestess Amgrethica, by the way. There you mm. go. Um, she, she says, well, to be honest with you, I, w- I have my eye on a certain other portion. Mm, please, uh, please tell. <laughs> I would like to suspend our. She point. She, she like. She, she looks all around you, the uh, the woven um, uh, dwellings that they've they've crafted themselves over the year. You you get the impression that just from the construction of them, while they're sturdy and while they are waterproof and and spider silk, they're very lightweight. So mm-hmm. she can move the entire village. She would like the underside of the bridge. Ooh, yes. And the tower itself. The underside of the bridge of the tower, you said? Yeah, the, don't yeah, forget, yeah. the tower is suspended in the middle of a bridge that cuts across the castle. Oh, that's right. Actually, that would be a good... I, I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That'd be some real dangerous fruit dangling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she could have access to the uh, basement level, basically, where the drider were. If she wanted to make that her, her dwelling, I'm not there. But this that's is not where we have character. Handy locked up, is it? That's no, no. You have him on the the bridge level. Mm-hmm. He's in a staple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A stall. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that that would be most agreeable for all parties concerned. Good, excellent. Then I won't make you make a skill roll because that's what she wanted. <laughs> she, and you're getting the impression that she assumed that she was going to have to strong arm you into it, but. Nope, nope. she wins this one. All right. Wink, wink, <laughs> <laughs> you I'll win it, this round, it, lady. I'll make it seem as if she strong armed me and won. Can I do <laughs> that with a diplomacy check, maybe? You can do it with a bluff to, okay. to, seem, more, to seem more put out by it. Like, what's giving you. My bluff is plus 18. My diplomacy is plus nine. So I was yeah, I'll give her a plus one on that too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, bluff, bluff would be more appropriate because you're trying to to make her think like... Y- she won one over. Yeah, she won one over on you. Which would probably improve your interaction with her in the future. What'd you get? A 31. Okay, yes. She seems satisfied with your display of frustration at her uh, intransigence. Intransigence. Stubbornness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for changing that to a word I understand. Okay. <laughs> I, I got to stop uh, trying to pronounce words I've only ever read. <laughs> uh, detritus. <laughs> de- detritus. Homebrew. Amelion. Detritus. <laughs> this is I my beautiful we- financier. We are to be married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good person you want to marry. Um, talking to her, uh, well, just now that we're kind of settled down a little bit more, um, mentioned something about uh, wanting to put caves in the sides of the, um, of the rift for, she, uh, for long-term storage. 
she um she nods and says, mm, I suppose my I suppose my men can scout the area, see if there are any naturally occurring caves that would serve your purpose. Magically altering the uh, the terrain would, of course, take some a bit more power power than most of my people have. She smiles. Most. <laughs> mm. well, all we need is a sphere of annihilation. <laughs> That's it. Uh, make a sense motive. Totally. Plus one. <laughs> Sixteen. All right. Uh, it's not hard to see what she's getting at, actually. 15 would, would, will do it just fine. She, uh, she, you're guessing that she can probably do it herself and probably wants payment for it. Wait, what is she asking? Well, no, I I had at, mentioned something about, you know, remember when I was talking to um, Runescar or whatever mm-hmm. about buildings. He was saying that this tower is not really that big for our, our purposes and I was like well we got perfectly good cliffside you know here in the ravine that we could actually make storage into the side of the cliffs honeycomb the cliffs side yeah, what, yeah. I mean, we already got all this cool fog that's covering up the area really good so this would be a, a nice this could be turned into more of a staging point than what it currently is yeah But I guess we could always go. Well, you can you can work that deal out with Lord Blackroon himself when he. Oh, <laughs> is this going to be another bluff? Oh man! Yeah, I'm gonna whisper that to Toker's ear and to his guy's ear. Well, actually, yeah. that's more of an intimidate, really, than a bluff. Yeah, an intimidate is definitely not what I'm good at. Um, I'll try it. Oh, okay. And she wants payment for honeycombing the cliff. Yes, if you if if you want it done quickly, she's. <laughs> mm. What kind of payment are we talking about here? <laughs> you could tell she doesn't really value coin, but she does seem to value um, magical and valuable trinkets. Like her her dwelling seems to be the heaviest with these types of things. Here is a plus one small rapier, twenty one, and, <laughs> and a goblin to wield it, a skeleton goblin to wield it. <laughs> twenty one. Right, uh, oh my! Just intimidate. All right, um, she gets she gets your message, but she doesn't seem very um, receptive oh. to the. Well, I understand. She um, <laughs> she says no. I'm afraid I, my time is very valuable. Well, of course it is. So, uh, what are you offering for if you want her to do this? Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait for Black Runs people. Well, I'm just wait. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've got magical trinkets that we could barter for. Why? So we, we got don't people. Have to sell we got it. people. We got people when they come here, they can do some of that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's all depends on what you guys want to do. How how far you want to advance uh, Blackrun's timeline um, for invasion? Well, let's, we'll we'll have to look at our resources. After we discuss those a little bit later, gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to determine how what we want to and what we're willing to part with. <clears throat> I guess during this time, um, the lady outside and Dalcos are busy uh, slapping together a golem body. Yeah. Um, 
it takes a couple days to start because you don't really have a lot of fresh bodies to work with. Though the drow uh, tell, tell you that they they do patrol the edge of the forest and they could probably bring you some um, lumberjacks or well, tra- travelers foolish enough to venture this far. Here's a, here's a question. Unless you want to make it out of a jillion rotting uh Wild halfling. halfling bodies. <laughs> oh, well, weren't there weren't there some giants also around here? The giant parts in jars and shit. Yeah, well, like I said, most of that stuff, of course, is long fetid and rotten. No, 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 not the stuff that was in the jars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's stuff in the jars too. That See, stuff was actually preserved. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if we could use those parts, pickled giant parts. Yeah, because the creature, the um, the flesh golem is considered a large creature, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Then I don't see why we couldn't do that. I think it's on the lower cusp of large, though. But you know, well, well, I know, each, I, know, I know what you mean. It's a full body for each. You need a full body for the leg, each leg, each arm, the body, and the head. That's one, two, three, five, six. Yeah, you need six full bodies. I think. Let me let me bring it back up. Well, I mean, you know, and that's that's a normal flesh going, but. We had those special components that were left in that lab. That's true. That would easily fit this um this idea. I mean, that's what I think what they kind of were probably made for. Because they were flesh, they were they were large fleshy parts to be able to use for a for yeah. crafting something. Yeah, I mean, those are also available. Yep, assembly requires. I guess, it, re- uh, I guess assembly. it really depends on how well do you want this creature to blend in while you're traveling. If you want to look mm-hmm. roughly humanoid, then you're probably going to have to kidnap and, and murder a few people. But if you want, if you don't care how grotesque it looks, yes, these mm-hmm. these uh, pickled giant parts would be perfect for it. Either way, it's going to be a large construct. Yes. Yeah. And assembly requires a minimum of six different bodies, one for each limb, the torso, including the head and the brain. In some cases, more bodies may be necessary. <laughs> hey, my guy, my, my goal is real brave. I gave him all six spines. But the thing is, that magic item you gave us has saved us. Because normally, you to buy one of these is 20,500 gold. Yep. To craft one with all the feats and shit is half that. <laughs> what, what we have to pay for is the 500 gold to build the body. <laughs> Wow. Now, this is actually a really cool item. I like this. Yeah, I love it. Do we want to go find some extra body parts just to be safe? I, I have not tortured anyone in quite some time, and yeah, we might yeah. be able to extract some more information about the area. Mm-hmm. Well, Oh, you said there was lumberjacks and stuff around, correct? Like I said, yeah, you can find. They they tell you there's always foolish travelers or lumberjacks that yep, uh, snatch bodies, get them. Okay, and we'll use that. And you're more than welcome to go hunting with them, um, Dalcos. That, that right? They get the name. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's basically just going to add about five days total. Basically, all total, it'll you'll probably end up spending a month uh, here. In yeah, between, do, between doing the golem and, and whatever else you're doing, so do um, we wish in that time to lure the assassins that have probably been hired or contract uh, conscripted to hunt you down, Valerie? We could lure them to us. 
What, we're going to put up a neon sign saying we're here? Well, I am going to be out and about snatching bodies. Well, they don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, but I could spread rumors of a silver-tongued dampier. I don't think we're supposed to draw attention to this keep. Hmm. That is valid. All right. I figure when we're out and about, if if someone attacks us, we kill them. Of course. Uh, Let's just keep it simple. All right. All right. So uh, I know know we've had a pretty sedate evening. um, And I just wanted to make sure we we knew where we were before we start off in the next leg of the adventure. Uh, If you have any other downtime activities, we'll cover them off the air. I assume, I know divvying up loot is probably something we're going to be doing. I also want to craft some poisons. Okay, cool. I don't have very much gold to pay for the half of it. Okay. But uh, we can work. We're not getting out. in on any of this loot because that was Jeb's and he's dead. <laughs> just just tie all Jeb's share to the skeleton. Just, just remember when you craft poisons, it'll be half price. Right. And I've got 19 gold. So. <laughs> One final question before we go that desecrate. Is it yeah. the, the the higher level desecrate? I believe so, yeah. If the desecrated area contains an altar, shrine, or other permanent fixture dedicated to your deity or aligned higher power, the modifiers given are doubled. Uh, should be two hit die per level. So I yeah. don't know if this was an evil... Well, I mean, it's desecrated, so it's something evil. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, is it just to dedicate it to an aligned higher power so I get the, the plus two hit die per level, which would give a skeleton jeb six hit points. <laughs> then, yeah. Four. Yeah. Well, cool. We'll say that it's a lie. It's got a, it's got like a sort of a, what do you call it? Um, sort of a generalized altar serving as the desecration spot in the lab. Mm. To many uh, deities of death and evil. Necromantic altar. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Ooh. So he only gets six whole hit points? That's his whole? Well, he only has like one two hit die, right? Uh, he's a quarter hit die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets two hit points. All right. He starts with, the skeleton is D8 hit points. And obviously, I just, this, when you create them, I assume they just start average, right? Uh, or you can roll it if you like. I don't care. Uh, I'll go average. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a good chance it'll be a lot less than six. <laughs> well, the good news is he will be at least one swing of somebody's weapon. <laughs> yeah. It's a small, annoying skeleton. Actually, I don't even have him as small. Uh, anyway, that's 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 stuff we could get into. When we're not recording for for people to listen to. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you've endured this kind of snooze fest of, a, of an episode, but um, what are you talking about? There was good role play in this episode. There was some fun role play. I got to lie to a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't do in real life because I'm a goddamn gentleman. I'm a fucking saint. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, so yeah. Good night. Night, everybody. Good night.